0: This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So, today I want to speak, since we stopped going in order of Yerzaiten, and going in chronological kind of order, we spoke about Rep. Sadio Goyen, Rep. Goyen, and Reb Goin, who was Reb is pretty much recognized as the end of the Tkufus Sagayinim. Now, um, the, the the main yeshivas of the Goinim were located in Bavel, Iraq. And as that died out, um, it, it, for a long time, there were people moving both westwards and north. They used to send money and shaylas to the yeshivas in Iraq. And that gradually they started becoming a strong centers of um, terror and uh, wealthy. And basically, Bubble stopped being an important center, and things moved to Spain and to France and so on. The, um, today we'll speak about, tonight we'll speak about Ribshmor Hanogid. Who was the beginning of that next generation? Now, first, where are my was It's very important where, where I get my information from. So, the main Sefer that has any information about that Kufa is called Sefer HaKabul of the Rivet. The Ravid. there were three Rivets. We spoke about the third one, that was the famous Rivet, the Balas and then there's a the Ravid, who is um, Rava Bezdin Ramban, that's the second Ravid. And the earliest Ravid was much more, he wasn't such a Talmud Chochem, he was a historian, he was a, a philosopher, and he was known as the first Ravid Ibn Da'od, and he lived about 200 years afterwards. He wrote a sefer called Sefer Kabbalah to try the, the Messerius of Taira. And this is a tkufa that wasn't that far from him. And in Mele, he has information and stories about it. And that's the primary source of any outside information. Um, the Shmuel himself left us quite a bit of information. We'll talk about that later. So that's the first. And, and everybody copies it one way or another. The Sefer Kabbalah is a very Sefer. There are different places where people feel it's not accurate. Um, and, uh, you know, it's up for discussion, certain uh, stories that he brings. Did he personally check it out? Did he, so on. Um, a safer that came a few, 200 years later, a little bit more, was Sefer Hayuchsin from uh, from Zakuta. And that has, includes Sefer Kabbalah plus many other stuff in it. Those were the primary sources of it. Um, someone, two people who did work Afterwards, much later, in recent times, on the um there's somebody called Rav Harkabi. He was a Volojna Yeshiva Bacha in the late 1800s, early 1900s, who basically became kind of a maskil and um, was a university professor. And he did a lot of research on Geoinim, early Geoinim, that was the tkufas, and he put together. Um, a, a, a work a, 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 a bunch of material on shmola That's very hashev, very You know it, that stands as a, as as a very important work. And in much later, there was somebody called um, Sassoon. Reb Sassoon. Reb Sassoon was an English, extraordinarily wealthy man. This is famous Sassoon family. Big scholar and he collected a lot of Kisvi and and he put out the the poems of Eshmael Um he it's called a Diwan which means a collection of poem all the all the poetic works and he wrote an introduction to it that also goes through a lot of the history of Eshmael Nagid. so those are those are the sources for it um, and uh, His life was an extraordinary life, fascinating life. He was born, so let's first, I want to go through, it's a very famous story that the Sefer Kabbalah brings about. Sefer Kabbalah writes, how did Torah come from, to go from Iraq to the other places? He brings a story, it's a famous story, and it's quoted. And again, people have questioned certain accuracies of it, but the the story remains as a very famous story. There were four very Chashevi Ge'inim, Rabkushiel and Oisha, and they were in a boat. They were captured by um, a Spanish ship. They were brought back to Spain. They were ransomed. The community redeemed them, and they stayed in Torteira and so on. That's the story of it. They were called the Arba It's very famous, it's repeated a lot. And there was Nistkufa. Now, he learned by one of them, except the, by Reb Hanuk, Reb Moshe, one of the Shvuyim. The question is, was he a Shvuyim, was the servant of the Shvuyim accurate or not? They definitely, there definitely were going that went to, Sp- to Spain and so on. But the story itself has been questioned, but Al-Khapano, it's not so relevant. Um, Roshua Naga was born in Cordova in 993. Now, let's first get a little bit of sense of, of the history of the area. It's important and in the in those days a thousand years ago countries were not the size of countries today there's no way you could keep track of a country that's even you know size of france or spain there were no countries that size the the countries were usually the size of a, a, a district it was it was sort of like all the big cities, whether it's Malaga, Toledo, uh, Granada, Cordova, all these places were like states. I don't know what to call them exactly. Um, they were countries, uh, independent entities. Spain had been captured by Muslims, um, and the, the Christians would come back again late, and, and that was called the reconquista conquista, it was a It was the recapture of it. That would be in the last Kufa, and that was not good for the Jews. But as long as the Christians and Muslims fighting each other it was okay, um, the Muslims had different types of Muslims. Some were very fanatical. That was—we spoke about the Rambam who ran away from some from some group. What happened in this Kufa was the Berbers captured a lot of Spain. The Berbers were. Um, they were like not Arabs, but they were an ethnic group. They lived in North Africa, Libya especially. They were called Berbers, Al-Shem barbarians, because I guess they lived up to the name. You know, Kishmoykenhu. They were they were very very fearsome warriors. They were not terribly knowledgeable, educated people, and they captured lots of Spain. So they were on the rampage capturing Spain. He was born, so Shmuel Noget was born in 993. He learned by some of the greatest people around. He learned by Reb Haneprev Moshe was one of those four shvuyim. Um, and he considered his learning as a masourist of the Gainim. He, um, he learned digduk by Yehuda Chayug, who was one of the Big Bali digduk. He was... He knew all the sciences that were there in his days. He could speak five languages besides Hebrew and Arabic, which he was letter perfect in Hebrew and Arabic, wrote beautifully complex poems in both languages, and was an incredibly knowledgeable person. His life sounds almost impassable, but it's there. We, we have it. Um, he, he grew up, and when, in 1013, the, the Berbers captured the way he was in Cordova. He ran off to Malaga, and, he, and he, was, uh, he had some poor business. He had some minor business. He became an assistant to the visor. The visor was um, like the, um, what's the word, for like a prime minister. He, the king, was the ruler, but kings were usually too busy hunting and chasing women and stuff like that. So the mundane stuff, of fighting wars and things like that, they were left to the advisor. That was like more, the, the, you know, the, the, the running of the country was left for the for the advisor to do. He became um, assistant to him. the um, The story goes that he used to he, he, the, the someone who lived next to him was the assistant to the advisor and. They, would be, they were incredibly taken by his knowledge, by his writing, by his everything, and they told the visor about it. And he became his assistant. Some story along those lines. Mm-hmm. But upon him, he became the assistant to the visor, and when the visor was dying, the, um, the, uh, the king, Chabas, asked his visor, What am I going to do now? And he told him, well, I've, uh, until now, he said, I've been getting a lot of my ideas and advice from my Jew. Why don't you make him an visor and so on? And he became the uh, visor. It was incredibly, it means a Jew became de facto head of a country. He fought the wars. He ran everything. It, there, was, there was not much choice because the Berbers didn't trust the Arabs. The Berbers themselves were not literate, not knowledgeable, and so basically they had no nobody really to turn to except to him. He became um, the 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 uh, the visor, and he lamaiza ran the country. He writes in his poems. He has um, th- th- there were three sets of. Three sets means hundreds and hundreds of poems, um, on, and he called one Ben Tehilim, which is an imitation kind of a Tehilim-like material. A second set is called Ben Mishlei, and the third one's called Ben Kaheles. Um b- b- Ben Tehilim deals with all of his battles and triumphs, and and sorrows. And, and saving and everything. And and from there, we know a lot that happened with him. All the battles and all the people plotting against him and so on. Um, ben Mishle is a lot, you know, like wise sayings, like Mishle, you know, advice. And Ben Kohelas are poems mourning his becoming old and gray and so on. And what's the point of life if not Torah Mitzvahs? That's the, that's the flavor of it. So he left an incredible amount of work in terms of that. uh, (laughs) Lamaisa, unless you know what happened, it's very hard to know from the poems. The poems are very, they're not, they're short in a sense, you know, it's like like the Piyutim you say, short, very crafted words, but unless you know what it's talking about, it's very hard to (laughs) So some of them, his son wrote what he's talking about, but, but, but uh, some, we just, we just guessed, a lot of battles. Now, here's a person who spent his life, he wasn't that old, he was, he, he was lived in his 60s, he, he fought war after war after war, he commanded an army and fought wars, and he writes, at each one he writes poems, he was almost killed, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu saved him, and, and, and on and on and on, so he was busy with that, he wrote... In, the, the, so he's busy fighting the wars. Is in the camel? What? Is in the combat? Yeah, he was leading the, the troops. He was he was there. He wasn't sitting in the desk sending out uh, emails. He was he was he was leading the the, the troops. He wrote it's incredibly incredible um, poetry, very very complex and a lot of you know chazal psukim and so on and so forth. He also wrote a safer on all of shas called Hilchus Gvarata, 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 um, which is on all halachas. He did it as a nether because he, he promised that if he'd be saved from this, this battle, then he'll write a sefer. And he wrote a sefer. It, it, it's, we don't have the sefer per se. We have a, a, well over a hundred times the Rishonim quoted because of a nugget, a nugget, a nugget a nugget pasak a nugget this, a nugget that. That's a quote from his sefer. Um, there, there's, there, there, someone did put out. Um, it's, someone did put out his, uh, you know, whatever they all these halachas that they were able to find of his in other places and put it together. But again, it's 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 a, it's a patchwork. A lot of it, bits and pieces they find in different places. That, that, um, th- that they uh, put together. But th- we don't have the Sefer. We do have parts of it, e- e- either what's quoted, or um, a tshuva in one or two places, and things like that. So he was a, a big Talmud Chacham. He also, does, in other words, he basically moved away. He, moved, he was the one who started Torah, in Spain, he was the he was the the the, the Meiri has a a, a safer slash Hakdama to pick Abbas called Seder Hakabbalah. Seder Hakabbalah is a review of Jewish history, Messiah Satara, until the time of the Meiri. And the Meiri writes about him that he was the end of the Gaonim and the beginning of the Rabbanim. Um, his contemporaries were. Um, Rabbein Chananel, Nisim Goyen. He writes, so Ramir writes um, the Reb the, Shmuel uh, Nogid, Rabbein Chananel, Rab Nisim Goyen, not the RAN that we have in the back of the Shasta, so that was late, but Rabbe Nisim Goyen, they were the first door of, of Rabbonim. They were not really Goyenim, they did not, they weren't in the yeshiva there, and they were the first generation. So Ramiri, so, so and Ramiri says, he says, with hi, Goyen, you can be same everything he wrote he doesn't think he 'd be somebody I he wrote and Shmola nuggegged most things are good but he was a Mandiama. so here you have somebody who was an incredible um uh, uh, he was a he wrote he wrote incredible poetry he was a, a politi- he was a military slash political leader and Everything it, incredible that a person contains, all of it. The um, there's a quote here about. I want to read you what an Arab anti-Semite wrote about him. Um, this is I, I saw it quoted from the original. I have it. This is just that it was easier to read it um, here. Um, there's so, so somebody that quotes. I think it might actually be in. Um, Sassoon actually might bring this down from the Arabic. And he quotes from two or three Arabs who write about him. This is from an Arab named Maran Aban Chana. I don't know if there's Mitzvot Lein <laughs> Hashem Omri or not, but he was a contemporary of his and also an anti-Semite. And he writes as following. This cursed person, ha'or Hazer, even though Allah... Denied him the truth of Islam was from the most was one of the most perfect people that I've ever seen. Um, the the uh, his huge intellect, his hasmada, his bearing, which was benachas and beloved by everyone. He a tremendous regal spirit, very shrewd, and 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 and. You know knew how to navigate he was always um uh, always in control of himself tremendously beautiful and clean with their herits and and politeness and understood everything that was going on and he knew how to win the hearts of his enemies and to get rid of their hatred and turn them to beloved how astounding was this person. He would write in two languages, you no, know, he was, he, he could write, publish in two languages. He understood the works of two nations um had, was tremendously deep understanding of Arabic, understood it to its depths, read its books and, and was f- totally fluent in them. He wrote. Official letters in Arabic, with praises to Allah and Muhammad, and you know he knew exactly the the nischoys are supposed to write about Islam, and knew what to write to Muslims. He knew tremendous amount of chachmas, and was greater wiser than all of his contemporaries in understanding astronomy, and knew um, geometry well, logic, and rhetoric uh, how to argue with anyone that's a contemporary he spoke little but very powerfully and very well received um he thought he had very deep thoughts and gathered tremendous libraries incredible this is this is what somebody writes about him the cursed, the cursed one that allah denied him Imagine if allah <laughs> would have given him the privilege to be an arab a, a muslim how, how much have g- been? G- 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 this is what he writes, and there are, there are few other quotes like that. He doesn't bring it, but I, I saw it brought also contemporaries. And the things they point out about him are: a, the fact that he is very, very, um, the fact that he's very shrewd. He, the fact that he gets along with everybody, and it was everyone pointed. He, he, he was very savvy in living well with everybody. Everybody was against everybody and he was able to work his way through it. And um, it, they all pointed out. The uh, They also write about him, this is the Jews write about him. He would, he he gathered, he had, farm. remember in those days Sfarim were extremely expensive. Each site was handwritten and hand copied. He made sure to spread Sfarim far and wide. He had many Sfarim himself, made sure to give many places, made sure to support Anybody who wanted to be Isaac and Tyra and make Te Nasi, he would be there to help support him that was That was his personage. He um, wrote I, I, I want to um, quote something fascinating, so he wrote these um, the Ben to so it's again it 's very unclear um, it, it's very unclear did he set him up as such? Did his, did his, his son is the one who actually published these poems? It, it's it's a little bit unclear about who named the different sections, and it, it seemed to be different people. Ben tillum was written by his oldest son, by Yehosef. Uh, ben Mishra was written, or Ben Kals was my other ones. So it's not hundred percent clear exactly say that term. But I, I want to read the hakdama of 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 uh, his son Yehosef, a short paragraph where he writes about, you know, how he copied his father's things. I gathered together in this sefer those things that my father had written, um, those things were written. I wrote it out my own hand. Vani ben Shmoinashonim Bekot Shaim. And I was eight years old and two months when I've written it, as I'm writing it. Kimolodi Hoyabed Diktuk, I I know the exact time I was born, Aviashwey Hashem Lutaiva. Was Shlish Shah's three hours, Arba Khomsheshaw, four fifths of an hour, Oshneh Shlish Himeshah, Shova. My birthday also, by the way. So, he was eight years old, eight years old, when he wrote it. Today they're arrested for child labor. (laughs) Take a look, it blows me over. And, and, um, you know, his father kept the tickets records. I started after Pesach in that year, and um, um, it, 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 Now, these are songs that are there. Now, these are songs are there. So he says his his was to write about Now, there's something very, very unclear about this line over here. It seems the following. Some of the poems, most of the poems here are about the wars, the battles, to other gadoilem, they sent back to him. Most of them are things, there are a handful of poems that seem to be um, love poems. And intense, but his son writes that, the, and I think that's what he means, he knows like shi'ashirim, where Klal Yisrael is Torah some of them are very clear that that's the, the meaning of it, and it, it's it's just like Moshe uh, HaShirim, Shleima Melech, used the description of a husband and a wife to describe Klal Yisrael, who so to him also. and if someone thinks not like that, then then he then then he's, then he's, is he's, he's doing a, a head it is he's, he's doing my father an avla i didn't put it in chronological order but rather in as it came along so that's incredible the the, the age over here um the the uh the, Poems over here are, like I said, in the part that's called Ben Tehillim, they're all battles, wars. There are also writing to Rabbonim and back, Shevach, and, and they're very, they're like Piyutim. You have to know uh, Tanakh, Medrashim, and it's very clipped, short and clipped, and you have to understand what he means. And some of them, there's sort of a little introduction and so on, and some of them not. The, there's one other Sefer that's written from him and it's not clear it's him. If you'll take a look at Meser's Brachas, there's Mivoha Talmud Lyp Shmula Nagit. And Mevoha Talmud is in the back of the big big Mesacht Brachis it's it's there. It's sort of a brief introduction to uh, it's a brief introduction to the uh, Talmud Bavli, it's um, it, it basically just lists like what pircha is, what a tufta is. Very very dry kind of basically just defining basic terms. Very unclear if it's is it or not. There, there was a lot of Ikuchen between scholars trying to identify. They, they, there seems to be at least Sassoon writes that it's a it's a mix-up, and this is, I've seen others, the the, the Mavar Talmud we have either is a very small part of what he wrote, or it's someone else. There was another nugget, small nugget later, much later in the Rambam's times, in Mitzrayim, not not over here, and uh, and. Uh, uh, that was him, and it's a mistake, and people attribute it to him. Whatever it is, it doesn't seem to be the complete works, as soon as he's found other things. And it's it's up in the air, it's very not clear. People don't understand that, you know, this form that we have printed, the way we have them is not the way they, they were written. They don't they didn't come to, you know, just uh, uh, clear. They were written in manuscripts, and we find bits and pieces and parts, and it's not clear who it is and what it is. So. It's not clear that that's him um the hil virata i i i did a computer check and we shine him bring him well over a hundred times. That's what he has over there. He himself one of his great um one of his great gambles, i guess was that um the king the harvest that he that took him in as the visor died, and he left over two sons, and the question was. To the older one or the younger one take over there was a big fight and the jews themselves were divided between who should take it who not Um the uh... side with one of them and he became the king so that was very fortunate for him because in those days uh lo- losing losing a, a, an election wasn't uh, was a lot more dramatic than today but al-kapanim um, he was. It was because of him that it got preserved. So I guess um, summing up a little bit about him. Um, first of all, this was the turning point. Basically, it was the first rabbanishad that we know of, born in Spain. He's very. There's a poem he writes, very annoyed about somebody trying to mevatel. The Minhage Sfarat for the Minhagi Yeshivas in Iraq, and basically says we've, uh, you know, we, we have our own Tamir Chachamim, we're our own people, and so on. Very, very, um, you know, strong about that. There was uh, we, we, the record of, of Jews living in Spain. We have a door before Efron but he wasn't a Talmud Chacham; didn't have the status he had. Efron Nagid was one of those rare people who seemed to be everything. Uh, 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 somebody who was a Talmud of great stature. Um, the, the, the fact that all the other Rishaynim are done in his words, and, and this is part of it, and whether or not he wrote a whole of Chass or not, but it's a, it's a huge undertaking. He was um, perfect in, 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 in the sciences of his days. He was an extraordinarily uh, passionate and exquisite poet, uh, and, and again if you, if you read them, it's they're complex and they're very metered very well and beautiful. It's, it's hard today to imagine, it's hard today to imagine somebody has a that would match up with all these items. Uh, it, it, to be a of that stature, to be a poet of that stature, to be a political slash military leader of that stature, he ran a country, and, and, and a country that was constantly at war. Almost every year or two, there was a new war, a new fight, and that th- was going on, and he was leading the battles. Um, and, and he was a major philanthropist for Jewish causes. He um, you know, he, he, he made sure Taylor s- started and was going in every way possible. Um, he was Nifta, and, and basically with him, begins the the the, the Spanish a uh, godless of Tyra. That was the, the next generations he died in ten fifty three and that would be kind of um, the beginning of Spain as a big centre of Tyra. He was um, his son took over from him, but his son wasn't as astute as him. People say the difference is he grew up poor and became a visor and he grew in, and he was brought up in it. His son was killed, actually, but uh, at some point. But he himself, Rishon Nugget, was able to combine worlds that was impossible to understand. Some of it, you had in later generations in Spain. You had in many years later, like someone like the Barbanel, who was a Talmud Chacham and an advisor to the king. You had um, poetry was was extremely well developed in Spain. Uh, Ramban, uh, l- look—you know—it it didn't seem to us the tchunes uh, and nefesh of Talmud Chacham and a poet seemed to be at loggerheads. He, you know, one is very dry, uh, logical mind; one is very passionate, emotional, and yet he effortlessly combined the two. Um, and all those tchunes plus a big timer tyre. And, and because of him, this is Tehran now moved to two places. It moved to to, to Spain and with Rabinegeshim and so on it moved northwards. We'll talk some other time about that. But a, a component, this is this begins a new era of the Miri says the era of the Gainum is over, the tkuf of Iraq as the center of Kali Yisrael is over, and Tayr begins to to grow in a different way. The Rishanim are a very different style, a different sewer, a different flavor than Goyenium, and it would now be in a new location, Spain would now become the, the muckum of Claesol and a muckum taya. <laughs>